0: Are you ready to step beyond your sexual walls? We're here to talk about anything you want. This is the Sisters of Sexuality Show, featuring Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, jet-setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae. We have so much to talk about today, so let's just get things started. Here are your hosts, Taylor, Parrish, Jasmine, Marla, and Tiffany.
1: Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. I am your host, Marla Renee Stewart, and I am super, super excited about today's show, Out with the Old with Tia Marie. Um, because, you know, Tia is absolutely one of my favorite people, hands down. Um, she's a great oh, friend nice. and a great business partner, but. Um, Just to let you all know about Tia, I just want to read out her biography for you. So um, Tia Marie is the co-founder of the Sex Down South Conference. Whoop, whoop. She hey. hails from Houston, Texas, and has been in Atlanta for over 15 years. She's a creature of creativity, a TV producer, a stage manager, a voyeur, an event planner, a writer, a lover, and juicer of strange veggies. She's been navigating through the cross sections of eroticism, sensuality, and social limits for over 10 years. And while she holds a holds a BA in mass communications, she learned mostly from her peers through practical play in elevators. Swingers' clubs, sensuality workshops, events, and training. She's equally soft and attentive and plans to take on Atlanta's erotic scene and share her escapades. Ooh, can't wait for that today. And her <laughs> quenchless desires include sex, yes, food, and the supernatural. Oh my gosh, that's why we get along so well. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> So,
2: welcome, Tia. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for inviting me. I'm really excited to be doing this show also with one of my favorite people on this planet. So, happy and excited to be here. So, let's get to it.
1: (laughs) So, first off, um, I usually start off with letting our listeners know how we met. So, how do we know each other, Tia?
2: Okay. So, back in 2014, I was working for a sexuality magazine called Corset. And um, they had, like, a 10-city tour. Atlanta was one of their stops. And I was uh, responsible for producing the tour stop. And I knew that I needed to find, like, people who were in sexuality, sensuality, mental health, something to kind of to, to move the event along. Because, I mean, pole dancing is great. And erotic poetry, you know how I feel about that. But <laughs> we needed someone. And so I just Googled. I think I Googled, like, just sexuality educators. And you were one of the first people who popped up. And what really, and I mean, I read your your, um, your bio and I looked at your website through and through, but re- what really got me was your head. <laughs> your bald head. I was like, oh my gosh, she has like the perfect shape head and she looks so great bald. I think this is going to be amazing. And so I hired you for that. And then we just, and then I bought some FODGX and then we couldn't stay away from each other.
1: I <laughs> know. You're like, we need to do more things together. You're fun. <laughs>
2: like, right. We need to do more things together. And then we decided, we did your birthday party first. Yes. Yes. Carnival
1: party, which was amazing. I still talk about that. It was like the best birthday Uh ever.
2: Right. It was like 100 people in your backyard and in your house and all over the place. And then that's when we had our coffee discussion with no coffee. And (laughs)
3: we're
2: like, what can we do? And it just sort of snowballed into the conference. And then through our working relationship, our personal relationship has grown immensely and you become one of my really good friends. And that's, that's our inception. That's how we met.
1: Yes. Yay. I'm so happy because, like, (laughs) you know, you are just an amazing business partner, Um, you know, especially around, like, you know, Sex Down South. So tell us,
2: tell the audience, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, what is Sex Down South? Okay. so to me, Sex Down South is also kind of like a carnival with sexuality (laughs) and relationships. And what I do to people, because people ask me that all the time, like, what is Sex Down South? And I just say, yell out the first three things that you off the top of your head about sex. And that's how broad we are. You know what I mean? Like people say all kinds of shit. And at some point we've had a workshop that covers whatever they said. And so we're just like a catch all sexuality uh uh conference. And am I going into what I do with it? Yeah, it? yeah, yeah. Sure. Okay. So I'm like there are a lot of tracks in Sex Down South, but I'm like definitely on like the logistics sort of drill sergeant track. So I make sure, like, everything is running smoothly. I make sure our hotel contracts are together. I make sure we have vendors. I make sure um, that we're well-staffed with, like, volunteers. I sort of have, like, a hand in everything, but I'm mostly on the, like, project management, production management side of Sex Down South. But this year, we're adding something new, which will be Cinex, and we have, like, a couple things up our sleeves. Not really pleased because we'll most likely be naked, but <laughs> um, we'll have, like, some new and creative things that we're trying to explore um, with sexuality and cinema. Yes
1: yes, 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 yes. And that, I mean, that's all sort of related to your, like, your regular, your um, your yes. muggle job, you know?
2: I forget about it because I feel it's interesting because it's, like, definitely two parts of myself. So it's, like, it's, like, daytime tea and nighttime tea. Sex down south feels like nighttime tea, And so, by day, I'm a television producer. And so, I went to Clark Atlanta University. I majored in mass media arts. You know, as a child, I watched movies by, like, Spike Lee. And I knew that was going to be my career. I knew that I wanted to, like, work in television. I wanted to work in film. And so, I currently work in um, reality TV. And, you know, it has a great place um, in media. But I want to start to produce uh, more scripted things for people of color and queer people.
1: Nice. 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 So if you have a question about Tia at any given point, you know, this is a live show. You can call our toll free number at 866-613-1612. Again, that's 866-613-1612 to ask any questions you want, whether it's about Sex Down South, whether it's about TV production and how that is. Um, or if you just want to ask about Tia and all the amazing things that she is, um, we would love to get you on the show. If you can't get, if you can't get through on the show, just, you can always text me, um, at 401-365-4448. Again, that's 401-365-4448. If you have a question or just a comment or anything you want to say, um, to Tia and I at any point during the show. So um, you know, because you are, you know, you do all the things, and mm-hmm. I was su- super excited to learn that you were on the dungeon tour. I was, uh, on Candy's Dun- uh, dungeon tour,
2: it yes. So tell a- our audience about how that was. It was crazy, it was crazy. <laughs> it was um, crazy. So essentially, it was a variety. Okay, I'm gonna just give you a rundown of like what the show is. So, everybody okay. knows who Candy Burris is, she was part of Escape. She's like a Grammy award-winning songwriter. Um, She's on Housewives of Atlanta. And so everybody knows, I didn't know this because I don't watch Housewives at all. Like I saved my trash TV for like Maury Povich and Jerry Springer and stuff. (laughs) So I don't watch Housewives, but everyone knows that she's like into some really freaky shit. I didn't know this until the Dungeon Tour started. And so um, she'd always had a vision to have her own tour and to sort of like bring sexuality into it. You know, she has the candy-coated bedroom um, toy line and all that kind of stuff. And so the show sort of opens with um, like uh, her singing, mm-hmm. and then we had a demonstration from um, Auntie Angel, aka the Grapefruit Lady, who is so sweet and so amazing. And she showed everybody how to cucumber um, a penis and how to suck a penis with a grapefruit on it. So um, was it
1: like a real penis or no? Like they had to like okay.
2: No, unfortunately it was a dildo, but uh, she she did d- demonstrate with the dildo on mm-hmm. stage. Mm -hmm. Um, also the headliners were delicious Um, most people probably remember her from Flavor of Love who is like physically intimidating, she's like really tall, she has this huge ass, she's like gorgeous but like simply just the nicest person ever, like a please and thank you type nice person Mm -hmm. Um, we had Shamari from, uh, who's also on Housewives, she was also in the the group Black, they Mm -hmm. sang 808 which is one of my favorite songs from like (laughs) 2000 Um, and they had Tamar and then who else? And they had Trina, and then Foxy Brown, a couple of other different people in different um, in different markets. But so it was really a variety show. It was just like singing. It was performances. They had um, pole dancers. They had um, a male like review dancer who had a very very large penis and wore very <laughs> tight pants. Every um, <laughs> I didn't realize. And also, I and being on this tour did teach me a couple of things because I didn't realize or think about what these people have to do to prep, to perform. Mm. I know that these mean, you know, they have to become aroused, but they have to stay aroused for so long and they have to wrap their penises and all this stuff. And I was like, that's hard work in itself. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, and so like being around them, like seeing just the process of them to perform and having to perform twice, you know, in one night, it was just a lot. Um, yeah, so it was pole dancers. It was regular dancers. It was uh, audi- a lot of audience participation, Shout out to my hometown. Houston, Texas had the best crowd ever. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And everyone asked me because I was telling the story about the couple. They were like, were they drunk? I was like, no. They were just ready to show the world what they were made of. And so there was this roll the dice game. And then one dice was uh, like an action. The other dice was a body part. Mm -hmm. So there were two couples on stage. One couple got like kissed the clit. And so they were kind of like simulating it. The other couple took it upon themselves to kind of jump on their... On their game, like they're part of the game, and the woman got completely naked, and her husband, boyfriend, partner ate her out on stage. Wow! So I was like, "What?" I, I missed my entire cue watching, <laughs> like because I call cues backstage, and I missed all my cues after watching them. It was it was amazing. It was great. The crowd I loved it, and I don't think we got fined. I don't know. <laughs> Well, wow, so they so, probably
1: they must have been like exhibitionists or yeah, swingers but, or something.
2: Right. And then I started to, you know, like stalk their page. They're like in the Navy and their page is very not like that. And I was like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, you know, people get to, to express themselves. Oh, and that was another thing. It was a very like much judge free zone. Mm. So when Candy first got on stage, that's one of the first things she said. She's like, if you want to judge people, take your ass home. Mm. Like, that's not what we're here for. And so, it and that's what it was. The show run, the, it was like two and a half to three hours. Um, and it just was like a good throwback to like great and sexy artists. And, you know, a place for people to unwind and drink and and, and watch these engaging, engaging sexual things and then go home and hopefully, you know, extend it. Yeah, yeah. Get aroused by I mean, it. Absolutely. Yeah. Like a good, nice long foreplay uh, four session for everybody. <laughs> so would you do it again? Oh, gosh. It's a lot, y'all. It's a lot being on tour. <laughs> and it's like, I'm the type of person I need a lot of alone time. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't like people asking me a whole lot of questions. So it's, I would never say never because I've gotten to a point of age where I'm like, you don't know what you may or may not do. I enjoyed it, and I enjoyed the time that I spent with them. I don't know if I'll do it again. Possibly. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. It, it so. seems like that – I mean, it seems very
1: popular. So I yeah, imagine they will probably, you know, do it again okay. or – Right. Yeah, I don't know if it's the fall mm-hmm. or you know.
2: Right. But then whatever. I also feel about like positions, like positions should open up also for other people. I'm like a strong believer in that too. Mm-hmm. And so, and you should. All, and I'm always trying to elevate and do extra shit and do all this stuff or whatever. So it's like if I don't do it again, I would love to recommend someone to do it. You know what I mean? Like people should. Yeah. And it's cool. You know. Yeah. Things so. So yeah.
1: That's awesome. That's so, so interesting. I, I just remember them when they contacted me, but I was just like, oh, um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. anyway yeah <laughs> we are um, so we are about to go on a break. Um, so if anybody wants to call in, um feel free eight six 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 one three one six one two. Um, we are going to return, and we are going to talk about some dirty, nasty, well, you know, some fun sex stories uh, with Tia. <laughs> so uh, make sure you come back and stay tuned.
4: Raving more from your sexy lifestyle? Search our businesses, services, blogs, articles, and videos, and keep in touch with us by subscribing to our newsletter, all on thesexylifestyle.com.
3: When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
0: Organic lovin', for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious? playful maybe sensual adventurous how about open-minded the truth is no matter who you are organic lovin has something to indulge your fantasies we offer only organic natural and eco-friendly intimate body products including vegan condoms organic lubricants body-safe sex toys and sex positive books you will not find anything harmful in our products or toys we also have a full range of other experiences Including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin. For her, for him, for you, for the bodies you love to love. Visit organiclovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. OrganicLovin. That's L-O-V-E-N.com. you are listening to sisters of sexuality to check in with the show and ask your questions call us at 1-866-613-1612 that's 1-866-613-1612 or send an email to sisters of sexuality at gmail.com now back to our show
1: Welcome back. It is the Sisters of Sexuality, <laughs> Five Shades of Play on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, sponsored by LifestyleCruising.com. And we are on the show today talking with Miss Tia Marie, of mm-hmm. uh, one of the co-founders of the Sex Down South Conference. And um, if you missed the first segment, no worries. You can always go back after the show and replay it. But we talked about a little bit about you know, who Tia is, how she's a TV production manager, her um, experience on Candy's dungeon tour, um, a little bit about the Sex Down South conference. So you can go back and check that out um, once after the show. But right now we're going to get to the (laughs) fun stuff. (laughs) And it's so funny. When we were discussing like what we wanted to talk about for this show, um, one thing that came to mind is just like, bad sex stories bad. and goodness gracious do we have some bad sex stories yeah. <laughs> we've been like we should write down all of these stories and put them
2: in a book and we just be, be like like a, like a i don't know what we could call it or it's it would be an anthology of some sort yeah we, just bad sex stories that's it just yeah, real yeah. simple <laughs> bad bad but not bad as not good like bad and bad yeah <laughs>
1: And uh, I just remember like one time, um, one of my bad sex stories that I often like to talk about is um, <laughs> not necessarily the one you like, Tia, but I remember I was in San Francisco at the time and um, I was dating this trans man mm-hmm. and he was really, he was amazing. Um, He's a guy of color. He just like... He was a hip-hop, like, MC, like, rapper. Mm -hmm. Um, He performed a lot. He was this really amazing guy. And, um, you know, we went. uh, So, you know, I was at his place. And we're like, I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to. You know, we're like, okay, it's about to go down, right? Like, you know, we've made out. Okay, sex is <laughs> sex is going to happen, right? And, you know, we had the whole sex discussion because I was like, oh, uh, like, how do you feel? Like, because he hadn't had bottom surgery. I was like, so how do you, you know, he had, he had top surgery but not bottom surgery. So he's just like, you know, I was like, how do you feel about me, you know, going down or giving you head or whatever? And so we had that whole discussion, which was really great. And he's just like, yeah, do whatever. Like, I'm down, whatever. I was like, cool. So, you know, we're, you know, we're having fun. Everything is great. And, um, I was like, I think I need for you to get your dick. Like that needs to happen like right now. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, he goes to the bathroom, he like gets his dick. He comes mm-hmm. out. I was like, Oh, hell no. Like what? the, the dick he had on just was <laughs> like monstrous.
2: Whoa. And, uh, like I was, see, uh,
1: tia, it like, had to be about 10 inches oh, long oh,
2: and like girth. Talk about that. If yes. Side of what maybe, and I don't like to use the words normal, but a, a certain range.
3: You
2: yeah. That's that before you whip it out and think that you're going to insert that into someplace. <laughs> right. And I was just like, your
1: fingers have been in my pussy. And do you think
2: that thing could possibly,
1: and you know, <laughs> maybe for some people, but not mine. Right. Just not mine.
2: <laughs> not even a little bit of it. Like was it really? Girl, black?
1: no, it was ten <laughs> inches, and it was like I don't even know, probably two and a half inches of girth. I uh, looked at it and I said, mm-mm, "You need another dick. Do you have <laughs> another dick? Because that dick ain't gonna work." And <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a smaller dick." I was like, "Great, okay. smaller okay. dick, put that on because mm-hmm. that's not. We need to graduate to that. That you know." Mm-mm. <laughs> so anyway, you know, he gets a smaller dick. It's fine. He's fucking me, but when he starts fucking me, it's I could not stand the way that he was sounding.
2: How did he it, sound? Oh my gosh, girl.
1: It was like it was like uh, 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 uh. ugh. <laughs> it was like not Sexy to me in any way, shape, or form. Mm -hmm. Like, I love some good moans and some good grunts. Mm -hmm. Like, I love Mm -hmm. a good grunt. But, like, Mm -hmm. the way his grunts were sounding were just, like, not sexy to me. And were just, like, a total turn-on. I mean, total Mm -hmm. turn Mm off So, I was just like, "Mm, this is the last time. So, that was the first and last time we fucked. And that Mm -hmm. was it? That was it. Did they
2: call you and harass you again? Or that was the end of it? Yeah,
1: he wanted to keep dating me. And I was just Mm like, nah. And, you know, because sometimes when you get with people, you're like, oh, you know, maybe the sex was, you know, the sex has potential. It wasn't like right. spectacular. So
3: you didn't
2: think you didn't think that maybe because I, I usually try unless something is terrible. I uh-huh. think three times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> You didn't even want to give it like just two more times. No, you know, and normally I
1: do. But no, mm-hmm. I was like, nope, this ain't it. This ain't <laughs> it. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Very <laughs> okay, nice. So oh, my gosh.
1: She, just, she just got a comment that said, dude sounded like he was eating hot Cheetos. <laughs> 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 yeah.
2: Sounds are really important to me, too, during sex. I actually get turned off if, if the person is making too much noise. Yeah. It's a little bit distracting to me. It and is. fucking concentrating and focusing on stuff, right. and you can't be yelling louder right. than yeah. I am. So, you so, have any bad sex stories or I, what has happened to you? Story. So, um, I don't remember what year it was, but I was dating, sort of dating four people. And what was cool about it is that two were named Greg and then two were named John. Mm-hmm. So, I thought this was like the most coolest, amazing thing ever. Mm-hmm. And so, because uh, it was like four and I was like, oh, I got twins or whatever. But anyway, so... um. So one of the the Gregs actually was my, he moved my stuff. I used to move all the time. And so he was like my mover. And so, you know, um, immediately when you see somebody, usually you're like, oh, I'll fuck this person. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it was like, it was like, oh, I'll fuck this person. So he didn't like make me pay my moving fees. He pursued me like really heavy. And I was like, okay, this can happen. So we went on a couple of dates. And then so like the last day we went on um, before we had sex, he like let me eat his food, which is a big thing for me. Like you have to let me eat your food. Mm Mm-hmm. Like it means something to me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let me eat this food. And then so we went back to to my house and we're like in the bed and everything's going like pretty well or whatever. And so we start having sex and like choking to me is okay. But you must use the the meat between your thumb and pointer finger. You know what I mean? Like that's where you rest. You put that on the on your throat. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You it lightly and then you use Verbal and nonverbal communication to say, like, that's too hard or whatever. This Mm -hmm. motherfucker put both of his thumbs on my throat. Oh, wow. Like, he wanted to kill me. Oh, my gosh. Oh, hell no. Right. And I was like, okay, this is a bit much. So, I was like, okay, you can't, you know, choke me like that. And then we didn't have any discussions prior to that. Then he starts eating me out. And in between, like, licking my clit, he yells, just pee. Pee. Just pee. (sighs) And I'm just like, I can't pee. I can't. I can, it, there's like one place I can pee and it's not now. <laughs> like, like I could, he's yelling at the top. It's like, it's almost like he's like licking and he like raises his head and like yells it to me and oh then goes down the and goes up and, go, and I'm like, oh my God, this is so bad. So I had to fake a fucking stomach ache to get him off of me and out of my house.
1: Oh my God. I was like, oh my wow. God,
2: Hurt so bad. I ate so much food, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then I got him out some type of way and then I just, I don't I don't I don't recommend ghosting, but I had to ghost that man. hmm I couldn't face him again and I was like, He it was it was weird. You can't choke me and then you can't force me to pee if I can't pee. <laughs> right. Oh I mean? That that sort of brings me into the out with the O because that man worked in his previous sexual relationship. Wow. And <laughs> to see if that works with me. Mm-hmm. You no, know, before like trying it. So yeah. yeah, wow, wow, yeah. wow. So yeah. that was your out with the old? Oh, that was my out with the old child. And I, oh. I experienced it before. But it was like, at that moment, I was like, people fuck you like they fuck the last person.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that ain't
2: right. No,
1: it really no. isn't.
2: Because yeah, you're not- like,
1: uh, I'm, a I'm a whole new person. I'm shaped differently. I'm turned on by different
2: things. Right. Yeah. I
1: breathe differently.
2: I don't want both <laughs> of the thumbs on my throat like that. But it's just like, if we don't communicate well, you know what I mean? Then people think these things are okay. Or if you don't speak up for yourself, also people may think they're okay in the (sighs) night.
1: That's true. That's true. Um. All right. So we are going to go to our next break, but if you want to go ahead and call in, you can. Or if you're on Twitter, you can go ahead and use the hashtag AskSOSLive. That's hashtag A-S-K-S-O-S-L-I-V-E. And we can go ahead and answer your questions if you're on Twitter So feel free to use those thumbs, tweet us, like us, and uh, call us if you have any questions for us. So we will see you shortly. Yay.
4: Discover, explore, and celebrate your sexy right here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network.
0: Organic Lovin', for the bodies you love to love. How do people describe you? Are you curious, playful, maybe sensual, adventurous? How about open-minded? The truth is, no matter who you are, Organic Lovin' has something to indulge your fantasies. We offer only organic, natural, and eco-friendly intimate body products, including vegan condoms, organic lubricants, body-safe sex toys, and sex-positive books you will not find anything harmful in our products or toys. We also have a full range of other experiences, including erotic seminars and exotic adult-only vacations. Receive our adult subscription box for a monthly sexual delight. Be educated, entertained, and informed. Organic Lovin', for her, for him, for you. For the bodies you love to love, visit OrganicLovin.com. We offer shipping worldwide, so stop by the site anytime. Organic Lovin'. That's L-O-V-E-N dot You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's one 613 1612 Or send an email to sexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show.
1: Welcome back to the Sisters of Sexuality Five Shades of Play radio show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. We are sponsored by lifestylecruising.com and I am your host Marla Renee Stewart and I'm here with one of my greatest friends, Tia Marie of the Sex Down South Conference and we are just talking about, oh goodness, um, uh, bad sex so we we just finished talking about bad sex we have you know bad sex stories for days and we'll, we'll mm-hmm. probably tell you another one um <laughs> but if you missed the first two segments of the show you know we started off with you know letting know Tia um and uh getting to know her and then we talked about one of our um bad sex stories and the reason we talked you know we wanted to talk about this subject, it's sort of out with the old in with the new kind of thing is just because a lot of times people will do things that that they did with their past lovers. And you're like, um, that is actually not working for me. Like I am a totally different person. Mm -hmm. Um, My body is different. You said I breathe different,
2: you know, (laughs) different.
1: So, you know, we're we're different. And so um, you, you really need to really tap into, you know, I, when I'm talking about or when I'm doing sex coaching, it's like you need to tap into that person, right? What kind of feedback are they giving you? Hopefully they're giving you feedback of some sort, right? Mm-hmm. right? Um, and uh, a lot of times, you know, I have a bunch of different, you know, sex hacks, especially as it pertains to like oral sex and things like that. Um, that I will be, you know, hopefully putting in a book later. Um, And uh, so yeah, I just, um, I'm just like thinking about like all the different things that you could be doing or could be trying to get to know your partner instead of like, you know, choking you out like uh, you had an ex lover do.
2: (laughs) And demanding that I pee on command.
1: Oh, my gosh. I can't even (laughs) imagine. Pee! Pee on me.
2: Yelling, child. (laughs) you But it's, so, when I was on um, the dungeon tour, there are about 30 people. And so, because the show is so sexy and it's full of, like, sexy people, there's, like, a lot of flirting and a lot of everything. And so, the way that my mind is kind of put together, I know, like, oh, there has to be showmances going on. You know what I mean? Mm. And I know that people must be having, like, sex and they they, it just has to be everyone's sexy everyone's attractive everyone's all this stuff or whatever Mm -hmm. but what I noticed about even the way that people interacted or flirted with each other because I'm just I'm like a observer people use like the same words and same sentiments and same everything and I'm like I'm wondering if they're having sex like that too and and I I probably I want to say yes
1: what do you mean can you
2: like get in more detail um yeah so like say if One of the guys is like flirting with a girl, and he's using whatever line he uses on everybody. That, so it's like you know, he flirting with a hairdresser, same Mm -hmm. line. Flirting with a makeup artist, same line. Flirting with me, same motherfucking line. So that makes me think like you just use like the same everything with every woman or every person you come into contact with. That's Mm -hmm.
1: my, you know. So So it's it's like sort of like a numbers game, like who is going to take the bait of this line.
2: And then it's sort of like, I'm on autopilot. So if I'm on autopilot with the way that I interact with you, just like um, casually, I'm on autopilot uh, when I'm interacting with you sexually also.
3: And then I take
2: even further, because it's just like most of us, you know, may have had our first sexual encounter, you know, in our teens. And it's just like, are we different from then? You know what I mean? Are we communicating differently from when we first started having sex to now? And so... Mm. And I want to have these like conversations with people, but there's no time. We're working, we're doing this stuff or whatever. But it's just like it makes me think of how people are interacting sexually and if they are communicating like what they really want um, versus sort of. And I don't think sex should ever feel like I just want to get this done. Mm-hmm. But I think when people don't communicate like what they want, it can turn into that. Like, yeah, just, oh,
1: yeah. Done. People do that all the time. Like my clients that I see, they're like. I mean, it, it's almost like and I, I, you know, for a lot of straight people, it is like that. They just do not have a hard time communicating, yeah. like their desires,
2: wants, and needs. They they think everybody should read
1: their mind. But, you know, no,
2: true, it's true. They do, and um, yeah. So like being on tour sort of sort of reignited me thinking about that, and like demanding not to be fucked like you fucked the last person, unless it's some shit that we share, and I like it. That's right. But generally we should, and it's like everything doesn't have, like verbal communication is important, but nonverbal is also important. So being able to like use discernment with people, um, really like, which is also helps when you know the person, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. A lot of our sexual encounters aren't with people we know. It could be with a stranger, but like figuring out a way to communicate and, um, and, and being able to have like an enjoyable experience. That,
1: yeah, like, yeah, a, a mutual, yeah, <laughs> enjoyable experience, right? right? Like, hopefully, it's not like not super one sided, right? Um, right. so yeah, so how do you like? Let's talk about that, like, sort of the okay. sex conversation, like when you have the sex conversation, maybe with a casual partner, like, what does that look like to you?
2: Um, so what I try to do is like, oh, I learned this. I've been around a lot of uh, educators lately, mm-hmm. and they like speak in the affirmative. That's really helped me a lot, cause like before I would kind of be a little bit, um, you know how I can be. I can be kind of bitchy, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, I don't like this, and it's <laughs> that way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So instead of saying that, I say what I like, mm-hmm. and instead of saying what I don't like, because when you say what you don't like, you don't get more of it. You get more of it, or they shut down, or they're still lost because they don't know what you like still. I know you don't like right. things, but I may try this this next thing and you don't like that either. Right. And I, I was asking one of my friends who would be like, what do you want to eat? And she's like, oh, I don't know. So we're like, oh, let's eat this. Oh, I don't want that. Okay, well, how about this? <laughs> mm, I don't want that either. Like, I don't have time for this shit. I need <laughs> right. you to tell me what the fuck you want to eat and I need you to tell me how you want to be fucked. Okay? Right. So it's just like, just tell me. But like, and use your words, of course, and use your body like as best as you can, but also speak into the affirmative. Because it's like, nobody wants like... um negativity clouding a sexual experience or yeah. saying I don't like this or whatever. But tell the person what you do like. And if you do like something in that person, you know, like you can share it together. Do that to the other person and vice versa or whatever.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so yeah. interesting because one of my like one of my best sexual encounters mm-hmm. um, was via Craigslist. R.I.P. Mm-hmm. Craigslist. Um, no. <laughs> and
2: you said what? No more of the of that.
1: The personals? Uh-huh.
3: Yeah. um
2: I, I don't
1: know. Like, um, yeah, I don't it's not happening anymore because of the whole Sesta Fosta thing.
2: I'm so sick of whatever that shit is. <laughs> anyway.
1: The law. So yeah, like um when uh so I basically was like, I am heartbroken. Mm-hmm. Uh and I need someone to eat my pussy and fuck me.
2: You are so incredibly vulnerable and so incredibly, like, you just ask for exactly what you want. Yeah. That's amazing. amazing. (laughs) I mean. Because it's hard to do sometimes.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, this is what I want. Like, this is how I know I'm going to be able to feel good. And, Mm -hmm. like, can Mm -hmm. you do this for me? Amen. Yeah. Mm
2: -hmm. And
1: so it it was kind of great because the conversation went like, oh, hey, like. Uh, I could definitely fuck you, um, but the, co- it, uh, you know, you know, some some uh, the women sometimes they're like, see the way that my mouth works is <laughs> uh, uh, the way that your mouth works. Okay, that was that was code for like I'm not gonna eat your pussy, but like I can't I can fuck you. And I was like, all right, you know, I can take one out of two. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> you know, I can, I'll take what I can get right now. You know, that's cool. And so um uh but she ended up like eating my pussy anyway but um
2: of course she did of
1: course you know when you're down
2: there I right. mean, <laughs> well. what is it? oh well. that was a hashtag we used on the last leg of the tour it was like might as well so, like, whatever <laughs> you have well. been want to do for the last 3 weeks just go ahead and do the shit do it <laughs> Might as well. Are you you, you want
1: to do something with that
2: hashtag, right? I do. I want to do something with that. And then I want to do, of course, the Black Vulva Project. Yes.
1: We definitely got to do the Black yeah, Volva Project that's for, that's sure, for sure, for um, sure. You want to tell everybody what the Black Volva Project is?
2: Yes. So last year, um, when we were at Sex in the Middle, Marla had a workshop. And did you like leave your images at home or something? What happened?
1: No, I was looking up images to put on my okay. like PowerPoint, yeah.
2: Right. She, um, she was looking up images of you know, brown and black vulvas and every image that came up they were like fucked up and diseased and that is not what all black vulvas look like and so we need to get you know just all sorts of flavors of black vulvas out there so people can see them
1: yeah exactly and um, a sex educator colleague of mine has um, like an Asian vulva book and mm-hmm. I was like oh that's so cool like if we it's could definitely cool. do something like that that would be yeah. Amazing. I'm like, how many people are going to let us, like, take pictures so of, life. like, their vulva, huh?
2: Okay. I know. I know. I just have a good feeling about this. Maybe we should do that for a sex down style. I mean, we have a photographer. We just got to put the, you know, the call to action out. But I think a lot of people would let us do it. Yeah? Awesome. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And then it's like I was, at first I wanted, it was like brown vulva, but I was like, I'm black. I'm a black woman. I'm going to use the word black, and I'm cool with it.
1: Yeah, Yeah. maybe we could do a combo like a sort of a black and then maybe like women of color, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of or like you know, all the different kinds of different Mm -hmm. vulvas, right? Or something like that. I don't know, what
2: if you like SDS vulvas? (laughs) Yes, vulvas, yes, (laughs) the southern vulva, something we'll come southern vulva revolution, you (laughs) know, always come up with good names to so we'll figure it out. (laughs) awesome yes 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 mm-hmm. so um
1: yes hashtag might as well definitely definitely yeah definitely. might as well mm-hmm. i feel like that all the time like might I as well too. get to but it
2: sometimes i have to like uh practice self-control and i really hate it actually <laughs> but it's like yeah because i'll be like rolling around in my bed hmm
1: uh-oh Did we lose you Rolling around in your bed. Okay. All right. So we'll come back with Tia. Hopefully, she'll get back on with us. Um, But we are Sisters of Sexuality, and we will be right back.
4: Sexy is back. And we've got it going on all the time, here on the Sexy Lifestyle Network TheSexyLifestyle.com. Great sex starts now.
3: When the lights are off, that's no reason not to light things up. Lube Light lets you pop its cap for instant illumination, so your lube gets applied to all the sweet spots and never the awkward ones. No more slippery midsection, unless you're into that. You can keep it turned on while you're getting down with your partner. Our ambient lighting is soft enough to never blind while you're doing the grind. No matter what lube gets you vibing, it's compatible with Lube Light. Easier to turn on than your last partner, guaranteed. Get yours today at lubelights.com. Also available on Amazon and SheVibe.
0: You are listening to Sisters of Sexuality. To check in with the show and ask your questions, call us at 1-866-613-1612. That's one 1-866- 866 or send an email to sistersofsexuality at gmail.com. Now, back to our show.
1: Welcome, welcome back. It is the Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, sponsored by lifestylecruising.com. I am your host, Marla Renee Stewart of Velvet Lips. And I'm here with Tia Marie, of co-founder of the Sex Down South Conference, and we are talking about out with the old and in with the new. So if you missed the first three segments of our show, we talked about Tia and her experience being a TV producer and, you know, running Sex Down South. Um, and then we also talked about some bad sex stories because, you know, we all have those and then just sort of lessons we've learned around like, you know, sex and sexuality over time. And um, so I really just kind of wanted to um, uh, first say, is there anything in particular that um, like when we think about like new shit that's happening mm-hmm. you know is there anything like you know out with the old we're, we're done with them old old mm-hmm. old mm-hmm. tired things right. what is some some new shit that you're like I'm ready to do this new shit like what what what's the latest thing because I feel like you're, you know you're such a um a sexual enthusiast mm-hmm. like you always know the new shit so
2: I always know the I, so my thing is like I'm always in the new shit right mm-hmm. and it's like even some new shit that comes along is like some recycled old shit and people were like, oh, you seen this? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did that already. <laughs> I feel like I've done a lot of stuff. And so now I'm really ready to invite, like, someone into my world to do. Because that's what makes stuff new. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you have, like, new energy or a new person or a new something, like, in your life sharing this shit with you. And so it's like, that's the newness that I want to experience now. Like Yes. With, like, having this person... Like accepting me doing this shit, because some people don't accept it. You know, some mm-hmm. people don't feel comfortable with it. Some people can't share that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I want to experience like these things, like because I'm a like I'm always I always tell people I'm a very busy person, I'm a mm-hmm. very sexual person, and I need you to be all in my busyness and all the sexy shit I'm doing. So I yes. want someone, like around like when I'm doing this these things, and to mm-hmm. someone to like be vulnerable and share this stuff with and all that kind of stuff. And I just kind of want to be like, like I'm never, I've, I have studied Tantra, mm-hmm. but I haven't studied Tantra. Like I've mm. read about it. I've gone to workshops that I've never like experienced this microcosmic orgasm for like six hours and all this shit. I want mm-hmm. to try yes. it. Yes. feels like, I want to know what a wave of an orgasm feels like that you can actually sustain for that long. Because the type of orgasms I have is like, 10 or 15 seconds is enough because I feel like I'm about to stroke out, you know? <laughs> so like, what does that feel like when you have like this intergalactic sort of wave of an orgasm? Like, how does that even happen? How is it staying that long? I just have, I have all these questions that I feel like won't be answered until I do it. Yeah. It's, it's like, so
1: interesting. Like, because a lot of times people think about, I, mean, I just had a, um, an article that's coming out of it, an but like mm-hmm. people feeling dissatisfied around orgasm. Mm-hmm. And so do you, do you think like, would you rather have like better quality orgasms in a mm-hmm. sense of uh, strength? Because sometimes people have orgasms and they piddle, right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever had like a piddle orgasm. It's just like, you're like, oh shit, that was an orgasm. God right,
2: right. Almost- <laughs> <laughs> sometimes it's about perception too, because I didn't know the, and I mean, and this is up for debate, because some people feel like all orgasms or are, are, they start in the clitoris because the clitoris has all those feet and nerves that kind of, spread throughout the mm-hmm. um the vulva and vagina and stuff mm-hmm. um and like what a vaginal orgasm feels like versus a clitoral orgasm and so I like had this talk one time and someone explained what they felt like a vaginal orgasm was and you know sometimes I don't know if your if your mind gets turned on or something you think you can feel it or not but at that moment I was like oh I've had a vaginal orgasm you know what mm-hmm. I mean like mm-hmm. okay I have experienced this thing I just didn't know what I was looking for or what it was supposed to feel like because you just sometimes you don't know, you know what a a vibrator feel like feels like on your clitoris. You know what this very explosive orgasm feels like, but that's not the only orgasm available to you. hmm Then I was, you know, I was I've been a size queen for a long time too, and so but <laughs> You'd like that ten inch,er huh? No no, 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 no. That's that's too much. But like a good eight, you know, mm-hmm. good eight is good. But the more I sort of like take control of my own sexuality and take control of, like, my own feelings, I can, like, si- not size matters. Size matters, y'all. But I don't need, like, these big mammoth dicks anymore.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I can't... I have more control over my own muscles and my own pleasure than before. Mm. So, it's like, I can find pleasure in all kinds of orgasms now. The explosive ones, the not-so-explosive ones, um, all kinds of stuff. Sometimes, yeah. like... It's and sometimes it's like the energy between me and the person is so strong, it's like the dick is not even in there and I feel something. You know? Mm. What I mean? So it's like I've experienced those things too.
1: So it's a nice it's, cosmic connection. And, I like that. Yeah. So
2: it's like just give me what you got. Let's see what it is and we'll see what we can do with it.
1: Yeah. Totally. Mm-hmm. So is there anything like, okay, so Tantra is sort of like mm-hmm. the new thing that you want to get into. Mm-hmm. And so do you have a partner or partners that you're like working with to try to like achieve that right now? Or
2: I have a partner that we, we talk about Tantra, but we've never had a session together.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But, like He's interested in learning and all that kind of stuff. So we'll kind of see where that goes. But you know, I love plurals. I love these. Mm. So it's just like, I want more. <laughs>
1: more. I know I'm a bit insatiable <laughs> myself so
2: <laughs> I just be like I can't it's funny because it's like even when I'm completely enamored with someone there is someone else mm. I've just always been that way I don't know I'm just this is the way I am so it's like yeah but I want more <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want more oh and then I want to start um making and, and I there's so much porn hmm out there mm-hmm I don't know what will be different about my porn, but I want to direct the porn. Yes, you I don't want to be I in the porn. I want to be in the porn. Mm-hmm. I want to like. I, I'm sure I can direct the porn I'm in. I don't know how all this will work or how it'll play out, but like, I just want to direct the porn once in my life or twice. Yes, yes. Oh, Got to hit oh, up Jasmine oh, and King. I'm yeah. sure they'd be down. I love them so much. Mm-hmm. But um, exactly. But, yeah, so, like, doing that kind of stuff, and it's, like, because I'm in, you know, TV and film, I have access to all these amazing people and all these amazing ideas and all this stuff, and I just want to start using it.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Girl, you need to get us our own reality show. I know, I know. That's what we
2: need. We need we need
1: cameras to follow us around.
2: Uh they need to follow you and I'll be in the background yelling. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> that's mostly how things are. I'm like, no, but good cop, bad cop. You know how this goes, Marla. <laughs> good cop, bad cop. <laughs> but what do you what do you want, Marla? What do you want in with the new? Uh in with the new guy. So Mary, that's new new. I know
1: marriage Good. is like super new. New. Um, I, you know, for me, I am just like really just wanting to. I am just enjoying Esther right now, you know, just really enjoying us. And like, you know, I'm enjoying the time because I haven't, you know, I've been traveling a lot. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just like, oh, yes. Yeah, like, right. the The new is the stay in my ass home. Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> But um let's see, something new. Um well I'm hoping she wants to come on the cruise with me. Mm-hmm. So I think that would be pretty cool. On to see a cruise so big. Yeah, so the sacred at sea, yeah, yeah, cruise. It's like, you know, it's a week, you know, we're gonna stop at a few places, but it's like mm-hmm. Belize and mm-hmm. Cosmell or something. Mm-hmm. And um uh, so I'm super excited about that, and she wants to go. And so I feel like having her on the cruise, and like maybe teaching my masturbation workshop will be oh, definitely yeah, a, yeah, new yeah. So you a new workshop. Talk about a new thing.
2: How so what? Do you, okay, talk about the manifestation and masturbation. How do you even tell me the process? So <laughs> the process. Do you sort of like fix your mind on something before the masturbation begins? Like how? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like,
1: it's so funny, because like, I, um people are like, how, like, I remember when Esther and I lived together, and she had her roommates here. And like, um I, you know, I never said anything. And, you know, she would have these, like, you know, check ins, like, how, how are things going between us? And I was like, things are going fantastic, except for all these people in the house.
2: Right. <laughs> They got to go, yeah.
1: And so, I i mean, I was just like, that's it. But, you know, I'm not pressuring you, you know, to, like, kick them out. I would never do that. You know, I'm coming into your space. So, that's, I, that's cool. So, I just was just masturbating to the idea. I was just like, these people <laughs> are going to leave this house Ooh, real, real soon. <laughs> and so... And uh, that it's just like, it's a, it's a focused goal Mm -hmm. and um, you just have to envision it. And I'll, and I'll like, you know, explain the whole process and stuff on the cruise and whatnot, Mm -hmm. but it's just like, you know, you manifest things with masturbation and orgasm because you're basically putting out a lot of energy Energy. and if if you know, sexual energy, that is the most powerful energy Mm -hmm. in my opinion Mm -hmm. um, of things. So I think, you know, once you master that, then it's. You know, you can, and, and lo and behold, the roommates moved out all at the same time. What? The, and I was just like, yes. I was what? like, everybody's yep. out.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. that was cool. But yeah.
2: yeah so anyway. So uh-huh. like, okay, you know, I've done a vision board and all this shit. And I was like, you know what? It's, that's something new that needs to happen. Vision boards are cool, but I want to do something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Vision boards, uh, you haven't really yeah, done my I, thing, but
1: you know, whatever. Yeah.
2: Yeah. But anyway, I want. How can people like contact you? How can they like oh. get to know you more? Okay, so if you want to get to know me, if you see me out at a bar, buy me, buy me a dark and stormy, you can <laughs> uh, contact me on IG at Black Betty, and that's B L A C K B E T T I E E. Or you can hit me up via email, and that's Tia at SexDownSouth.com. I ain't See? giving out my phone number. <laughs> it's all good. No worries. <laughs> so, yes.
1: And I, again, I'm your host, Marla Renee Stewart. And you can reach me at um, Velvet Lips Sex Ed. That's sex without the E. Um, or if you want to be real nosy, you can go on my personal page at one Marla Stewart. Um, the number one in Marla Stewart. Um, But yeah, so that is the end of our show. Thank you so much, Tia, for being here telling us about everything. Yeah, of course. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, So thank you all for tuning in. If you tune in live, um, if you tried to call, sorry, someone didn't pick up the phone, but that's all right. Uh, (laughs) We are the Sisters of Sexuality, Five Shades of Play radio show on the Sexy Lifestyle Network, and we'll see you next week. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning into Sisters of Sexuality. Please join Taylor Sparks, Parrish Michelle Blair, Jet Setting Jasmine, Marla Renee Stewart, and Tiffany Janae again next Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network or On Demand 24-7.